The Coffs Coast 106.3 Triple M. It's going to be a partly cloudy one today. High chance of showers this evening. Across the weekend, more showers. It's not going to be real warm as well. 25, 26 degrees. It's uh, sitting on about 21 degrees at the moment. The council meeting last night was uh, had a couple of really important things happen in it. And I want to talk more about it with our state member, Gurmesh Singh. He's on the line right now. Gurmesh, good morning. Good morning, Muffy. Now, last night in the meeting, obviously, one of the big topics was the uh, jetty land. After the rejection from the state government to our city of Coffs Harbour on their first offer, um, they voted now to continue on with the compulsory acquisition. Explain to us um, what this is about, where it goes. Yeah, so from here, there's a bit of a process that uh, council will need to undertake. Um, but the crucial part of the process is is that they need the consent of the state government to do this. And uh, what we've seen over the last couple of weeks is, um, you know, that the government's made a decision uh, not to sell the land. And in part of their reasoning, uh, they said it doesn't deliver uh, good value. It doesn't deliver on government priorities uh, for the region. And... Um, you know, that, that's a decision of the government uh, to then go and ask that same government to uh, basically give this land away. Look, we all know it's not going to happen. Uh, we all know that last night's um, uh, meeting or resolution is an exercise in futility. And I think what we're going to see is a significant amount of money thrown away, that money that could have been spent elsewhere on things like mowing um, and a whole bunch of other priorities that council should have, even like Harmony Day. You know, they had to vote to spend extra money on that. Uh, so why would they, in your opinion, why would they continue down this path? Look, I think it's a, a last-ditch throw at the stumps. Um, but, look, at the end of the day, I think there are, there are some really strong opinions on this and people are, um, I suppose, willing to do anything that they can to, to try and get their views heard. But, mate, at the end of the day, this is ratepayer money. We know that... Um, so many projects were postponed or cancelled uh, over the last couple of years. Um, and, you know, we're told last night that we've got $28 million in uh, in cash or funds to help pay for this. But, you know, I'd say to the, to the councillors and to the council, when it comes to the things like the Whoopi Whale Trail, um, you know, the worst, the, the cheapest option was selected for that. Uh, the Wagulga Pools, the Sawtell Pools, all of the upgrades that were promised, things like the, uh, the the facilities up at Loana, the tennis courts and the playground up there, like they're all projects that are still waiting. And if we have this blank check approach for the Jetty Foreshores, why can't we have it for the things that the community has been crying out for uh, for years and years? And I think that's the, the priorities that councils need to look at moving forward. And, um, you know, there is certainly a dichotomy in the, in the messages we're getting out of council. I noticed that uh, Councillor Julie Secchi uh, made a lot of valid points and questions around the finances and things like that and where it could land them, um, which is why I think she didn't support it. Um, is it is that responsible? I, I think that's responsible leadership, isn't it, to to be concerned about those kind of things? Absolutely responsible leadership. It's what we expect out of our councillors. But look, there's one important point that was raised um, last night, and that was how much is this going to cost if it goes to court? Now, we know that the government's planning on putting a planning proposal and a rezoning proposal in before the end of this quarter. Um, That doesn't leave a lot of time. Once um, that planning proposal's in, uh, and if this goes to court, 
uh, suddenly the highest and best use is a lot more expensive for the city of Coffs Harbour than what it might have been uh, today. And, you know, who knows how much money the ratepayers of Coffs Harbour could be up for. And, you know, I, I would have thought at least at the very first instance they might have tried to seek some legal advice on what the chances of a challenge like this succeeding are because, you know, I, I think whenever you go into a battle or a fight, you always try and assess your chances of winning first. Uh, and, you know, especially if you're playing with uh, other people's money. And I think uh, I, 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 I am disappointed that they didn't go down that path first before committing to this process. But, you know, I think all it is is just a... Um, I don't even think it will delay the Dirty Foreshores precinct at all. It just means that money that could have been spent elsewhere will be spent on this. I want to move on from that. Um, we had the general manager, Natalia Cowley, on the program on Monday, which I appreciate that she came in to talk about the taps at the boat ramp and the concerns that they do have. Um, but there has been a lot of comments since then. I note that you uh, shared last night on one of the Facebook pages regarding the boat ramp um, some responses that you've had back from the Minister's office, uh, the Transport Minister, that is. Um, tell us about some of these. Yeah, so the Transport Minister's office um, contacted me uh, just wanting to put on the record um, information that they believe uh, may not have been correct. And, and that's things like that transport cut the um, locks on the water taps on that site. But the reality is transport were given keys by council. Uh, just so there's to, no cutting it. Sorry, just to confirm, in the council meeting last night, um, the general manager also owned up to saying that was incorrect information she gave on that about the keys. Yeah, I think, I think it's important to note that the, the general manager last night in the meeting did um, correct some of these issues uh, now that they've been brought to light. Um, so, yeah, I think what, what we need to find here is a path forward where transport for New South Wales and council can get together and um, kind of put their heads together on what, you know, what issues are outstanding and just get through and resolve them because this this facility has gone through its fair share of teething problems, no doubt. And we need, you know, we need this facility to be open uh, to its fullest capabilities. Uh, the, The boat wash down facilities are part of that capability. I've spoken to people who've been a part of this project now for you know, since the very, very beginning, when the petition was signed, uh, presented to the New South Wales Parliament by my predecessor, Andrew Fraser, um, you know, then it was presented to council. Uh, the boat washdown facilities have been a part of this plan all the way along, and it's an expectation of the boating community, not just here, but tourists who come and use that facility, that they have a boat washdown facility. Uh, and, look, if there are some issues, let's resolve them. Uh, I don't think this tit-for-tat, back and forth is helping anybody. I think what we need to do is get forward and actually just resolve the issues uh, and hopefully have a a really nice opening of this facility in a few weeks' time when it's handed over. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that they did uh, agree with, transport that is, is that the access hatches uh, can be difficult to open and they're going to be rectified prior to the handover Uh, of the asset to the council. I've had a look at those access hatches. They are they are tight. Like I've got pretty uh, pretty fat fingers, and they're hard to open. Um, but look, it, it, you know, there's there's um, a, a pollutant trap in place. Um, you know, I think council has also agreed to that. You know, charging for it's not the right way forward. It probably costs more to administer than what they'd make back. Um, and whatever some of these minor issues are, I, I just want everyone to work together and 
come to a solution so we can all be proud of this facility. Well, let's hope so. Gomesh, thanks for your time this morning. Great work, Moffy. Thanks. Gomesh Singh, the state member for Coffs Harbour with us this morning. It's the Coffs Coast 106.3 Triple M. We've got a news update on the way next. And Radio Scatterbrain after 8 o'clock.